Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, the Aaron Boone Report is brought to you by Jersey Mike's, the official sub-sandwich shop of the New York Yankees, by Mercedes-Benz and Paramus on Route 17. Pick Paramus for your new Mercedes-Benz today. And served to you by Casamigos Tequila. Try an Ajo Tequila straight up. It's aged 14 months in bourbon barrels and is incredibly creamy and delicious. The manager of the Yankees is Aaron Boone. Aaron, welcome. How are you? I'm good. How you doing, Mike? Good, thanks. Uh, everything's good. Now we're here in September, and uh, down the stretch we come, so uh, you can kind of... October's, you know, now you kind of see it. You kind of feel it. It's it's right around the corner. It's not that long away. You can start to even plan a little bit, right? Uh, it, it, you can definitely start to, to feel that finish line of the regular season a little bit. Um, you know, there's still obviously a lot for us not only to play for, but, um, you know, still people that, you know, we feel like have a very good chance of getting back in the mix that, um, you know, these next few weeks are, are going to be very important for them as well. All right, let's start with them. Giancarlo, um, what are we, wh- where are we? What are we expecting? Any any update on when we could see him? Um, so he's doing pretty well. Um, he is, he's actually leaving, flying out today. He's headed to Tampa. Obviously, we leave town today as well. So he's going to go down to Tampa and start uh, getting at bats um, all weekend down there. So we'll have pitchers down there um, thrown to him. Um, he, he hit off of Batanzas the other day. He's been ramping up and really up in his agility things that he's been doing. Um, so he'll start to get out there, run the bases, doing his defensive work. You know, when he exactly gets back, I'm not sure, but I do feel like he's getting close to, to being an option for Is us. Is there a date you think you need to see him by? I mean, do you need 10 days? Do you need two weeks? Do you need a week? I mean, what, what what's a, I mean, or is it unfair to say that there's a number? Yeah, I think it's unfair because it depends how how many reps he's gotten, how, what he looks like when he gets back, how, it, you know, is he 100% and rolling? Does he, you know, come out of the gate feeling good and looking good? Um, but we're, you know, he's he's definitely been building some momentum here of late and, and uh, you know, starting to feel a little more optimistic that he's, he's going to be able to join us pretty soon. All right. Uh, Hicks. Hicks has just started his slowing his throwing program. He's he's a little behind where Giancarlo is. He's also headed to Tampa uh, with Giancarlo today, um, but hasn't started swinging yet or anything. The sl- throwing p- program has gone slow the first couple of days, so he's still a little ways off. Um, so I don't really have much for you on Hicks right now. Okay, uh, how about the two pitches, Batances and Severino? Excited about both um, Sevy and Batances will pitch tomorrow or Friday, excuse me, uh, for Trenton, our Double A team in the playoffs. Sevy will start, um, you know, hopefully, probably like three innings, forty-five, fifty pitches, looking at something like that, um, and then Dellen will pitch, you know. Uh, probably an inning, 20 pitches or whatever. Um, Dellen's coming off a, a really, really good sim game that he threw here at the stadium the other day where it's the best he's looked. Um, so encouraged by that and, and, and really have been encouraged by what we've seen of Seve, um 
over really over the last month. His his first outing down in AAA, you know, the results weren't great. It was kind of like a first spring training start, but how the ball's coming out and um, where he's at physically, he's he's doing pretty well. Um, so both are still, you would say they're they're on target to what you need to see from them so far. Yeah, I'm I'm optimistic that okay. both will be a part of things. Yes. All right. Um, what what differentiates the good Paxson from the mediocre Paxson? You know what? I never thought he was that far away, and I always kind of had the confidence that it was really close to clicking. Um, I think the biggest thing for him is he's really um, got a really good handle on his pitch package now and how to use it. And so I feel like from a game plan standpoint, uh, we've been better, he's been better, and I feel like he he's going into the game now um, and, and really with an an excellent plan of how to use his pitches. And because of that, I think he's even more confident when he's going out there. Uh, you know, it helps that you have electric stuff and three, three really great pitches, but I think how, how he wants to use them. I think he has real conviction on that. And I think that's really helped him. Yeah. When he's good, he's scary. Good. I mean, yeah. he, he's overpowering. I mean, he gets yeah. to a, he gets to an overpowering level when he's on his game. No question. No question. And last night was one of those nights. Yeah, I mean, you can see it when it's there. We're talking with Aaron Boone. Um, other than that, I mean, uh, you know, everyone's talked about the spottiness of Sanchez this year. Guy's got 34 homers and 370 at-bats. I mean, I that, that, as a catcher, I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah, it really is. And and we feel like, you know, obviously he's starting to swing the bat a little bit more now. Uh, I feel like his at-bats have been better over the last week or so. Um, you know, and he really, I mean, the reason, you know, on some level they're a little down is, you know, he had that 20, 20 game stretch probably where he really struggled before he, hit, yeah. before he got hurt. So yeah. it, it kind of uh, knocked down like, you know, his average and on base percentage and things like that. But he's been wildly productive and I feel like really starting to, to get in a really good place in the batter's box right now. So as Judge in his last 50, 60 at-bats. Yeah, Aaron's been, been a lot better. He, Aaron had that you know, probably two weeks uh, stretch where, you know, it was uncharacteristic for him where he was scuffling a little bit, kind of finding it. But I feel like he has uh, unlocked some things and, and feel like he's trending in the right direction, too. You know, we take Torres for, for granted uh, already. Uh, he's here. He's in a team of stars, no question. But he's 22 years old. And I know there's a lot of guys doing this in baseball. You know, Washington's got their kid. He's 20. He's already hit 50, 60 home runs. Um, I mean, but he's got 33 home runs as a middle infielder. And he's 22 years old. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah. You know what? You're right. And, you know, even though I, you know, I think he's recognized around the game, obviously, as a great player. You know, when you talk about our team, you think of some of the, you know, the power hitters, and obviously Judge and Sanchez and and Stanton when he's when he's here, and and obviously with the what DJ Lemayhew has done for us. Yep. But I think what what Glaber has done, and I think what also gets lost is just how well he's played the middle infield. Right, he's a good with, fielder too. Yeah, yeah, and with not having um, Didi the first couple of months, so he was our primary shortstop. A lot of people wondered how that would play. How would he do? 
bouncing back and forth where I've bounced him between second and short. It's been seamless. He's played both positions really well and and hasn't stopped hitting. No, remarkable year. It really is. Played Mm -hmm. both middle infield positions and has hit 33 home runs and hit 285. That's a heck of a year. It really is. Yeah, Yeah, he's a great player and and the good thing is, he, you know, he keeps getting better at the margins too. And he's he's really dedicated to he 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 wants to be great at this, and he works really hard to, um, you know, get better at the little things in the game that are gonna you know take him from being you know this great all star type player to being hey this championship type player that you want to be and that's something that we challenge I challenge him with all the time and and he's taken that challenge head on you know it's funny with him Aaron we're talking with Aaron Boone he's was ever since he was in the minors and he was going to get traded for he was considered the best player in the minors he was considered can't miss by anybody who saw him there's nobody who didn't think he was going to be top player everyone talked about him the same way uh, they traded for him. You heard the same things. He's come up. He's done everything everyone could expect it. But he has, I don't think New York knows a lot about him. You know, he's kind of stayed, you know, he's kind of stayed kind of quiet as far as him personally or what kind of guy he is or you don't hear that much from him. I mean, he, he hasn't become the star that his numbers would project him to be uh, at this young point. He's kind of stayed under the radar a little bit. Yeah, and it may just have to do with, you know, playing here with the Yankees. And Is he a quiet kid by nature or no? <laughs> I wouldn't say he's quiet. No, I, I mean, he's, 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 uh, he's smart. He's, he's a smart guy. Um, he's, but he's, you know, he's got a kind of a bubbly personality behind the scenes. Like he, he, he likes having fun with his guys. He's got a good sense of humor. Um, you know, does he know how good he is? And, and and I think he's, I think he plays the game with a lot of confidence. Gotcha. Okay. He does. Okay. So, um, I didn't mention the injury to, to, uh, Urshela. How is he? he? He's good. He was out running the bases today and hitting, um, he's eligible to come off, um, on Sunday. And my expectation is that he'll play Sunday. And Encarnacion came back and didn't miss a beat, right? So he's fine, right? Is he? Is yeah. would it be, you'd say he's already showed you that he's okay, right? Yeah, I think he's good to go. Um, you know, I think it was a little on the shorter side of of what we expected of that injury, which was good. Um, but physically, he he's feel, felt like he's been a hundred percent now for a while. So he was able to go get a couple of at bat or a couple of days of at bats in Triple A, and obviously a good night last night. And and back in there tonight, he's at first base tonight for us. So he he he's feeling really good physically, which is a good thing. Considering uh, adding four to the list now, how do you explain a team? And I don't think I've ever seen this in my life, a team having guys step in and play to the level that you've had Urshela, Mabin, Trockman, and and now Ford play to in a given season. Maybe one guy, but you've had all these guys come in and play brilliantly. And not, yeah. they've, they've played like all-stars almost. Uh Have you ever seen anything that even resembles this on a team? It's been – it has been – you know, for us to have this year, obviously very necessary to have that happen, but it has been remarkable. I don't think I've ever seen it before on a team. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, it's a credit to our organization, to our talent evaluators, to how we acquire players. 
I think then our coaching staff, our player development for getting guys prepared. And then I, I feel like the culture that, that exists in our clubhouse that allows these guys to come in and really feel a part of things and empowered to kind of be themselves. And um, they, they've, they've, they've flourished in that environment. You know, do you sense a difference? Let me put it this way. Will there be a difference taking this team into the postseason versus last year's team in terms of expectations from inside the organization and from your own uh, expectations? I don't think so because, I, you know, I feel like, you know, we had really high expectations and felt like last year we, we could beat anyone. Obviously, we we, we get through the, through the wild card game and we're up against the Red Sox that had, you know, this historically great year and, and we're you know, clearly the best team in baseball last year, so we got beat by them. But, um, but I think we walked into that series very confident and believed that we could we could win. Um, you know, maybe we're a little more confident this year in that. You know, you're a division champion. You know, we're all, hopefully right. we we end up winning the division, right. and and right. I do feel like, <clears throat> you know. I don't want to say we weren't hungry last year because I I absolutely believe we were, but to but me, you knew the Red real... Sox were really good last year too. Yeah. Do, do you th- a... do you th- do you look at Houston the same way you look at the Red Sox last year? Do you look at them on the same level? <clears throat> sure. I mean, I look at Houston as a great team, and and we're actually talking today a little bit about who we may end up playing right. if we get in, and and every team's kind of scary. No question, team, but you and Houston have had great years. There's no, no question. No doubt, and, yes. and I feel like there's a hunger and a resiliency to our group that hopefully will serve us well come October. Right, so, I mean, I, I just think that, you know, this has been climbing in recent years. You took it to another level last year, get back to winning 100 games and everything else. Now this year, with the runaway win in the division, you don't want to say it yet because you haven't clinched, but you're still, it's a runaway win. Uh, you're fighting for best record. You're right there by a half game ahead of Houston right now. Uh, from that standpoint, so I think there might be more outside pressure. I wonder if the team feels more or you feel more pressure this year than last. You wouldn't say you that you do, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, okay. because we, our expectation since I've gotten here is, we, you know, we want to win it all. And that's, right. so, you know, there's some pressure that comes with that, but that's, um, so I don't think that ever changes. And, you know, it's, really comes down to, you know, the right guys performing come crunch time, and, and hopefully we're in a better position to do that. Can any pitcher change his role from here to the end of the season, or are, are you pretty much set and uh, is the organization set on what to expect from everybody right now as far as the postseason? No, I think, well, let's start with the two, is Severino and Batances. Right, know, what obviously. Exactly... they got to be healthy, clearly. But how about everybody right. else who's been on the roster? Do you feel like you uh, know where everybody is, or can somebody open your eyes, or somebody change their status? I mean, there's guys. You know, does you know does Loiza go pitch himself into some kind of conversation or some kind of role? You know, do we get Tarpley or you know, and does he get back as a as a lefty in the right kind of roster construction? Does he fit in some way? Um, you know, what is CC? You know, is he able to return from the? That's injury? a good and question. What the, role can he? Play? How about CC? How about the fact that he's CC? How much does that play into it if his name was Smith versus him being CC and the impact he has on the club? How much will that play into his roster spot? Well, I think it's first and. It, if he comes back and he's healthy, um, I think there's a role for him, whatever that may be. You know, okay. being left. Even if he, do you think there's a role? Him. Even if he doesn't start, there's a role for him. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I do think there's a possible role for him. I think first things first is seeing where he's at physically and if he right. can get back to that point. But I think there could be a number of roles that he fills if 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 he is all the way back and healthy. And he won't be on the roster as a decoration, though, right? He won't be no. on there if he's not going to help you. No. Exactly. Because I know he has a different role now. He's a leader. We uh, we understand that he's a big leader on the team, and he's been there a long time. So I understand he's different than other guys, but he won't be there just for that reason. You got, he's got to serve a real purpose for you. Absolutely, we'll we'll expect you know everyone that's on that roster is serving a, a purpose, no doubt. Uh, and and how, do you have an idea? Would it be twelve pitches because you can drop a starter, or you haven't thought about that that deep yet? Um, actually, just was speaking about a little bit about right before I spoke spoke with you with one of our front office guys and um that unsure of that yet it could be 12 it could be it could be 13 right. um it just kind of depends like who we get back from a position player standpoint what are their roles what are their capabilities you know do we need flexibility in certain areas that'll all come down to whether we end up with a, a 12 man or a 13 man staff and your super subs make it a very tough roster cut it's it's never easy but this is going to be a very tough roster cut for you in the postseason I don't know. I, I have. I feel like it'll work itself out. Um, they can't all come, though. You they can't, can't have all you, come. But no. I, I feel like I, I feel like it'll be fairly clear about which way we should go. No, obviously, and and a big key is whether the Danton and Hicks are healthy. I mean, they have to show you first that they're healthy before anything else, right? Absolutely. You know, and 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 how about Gaudy's role? What do you see as Gaudy's role as you get to the end of the season? as a really important player for us, um, you know, with, you know, Hicks still a ways off, you know, he certainly fills that center field role for us. Um, if Hicks is there, does he still have a role for you? It depends when, yeah, oh yeah, if Hicks is there, yeah, if Hicks is okay. there, yeah, okay. he has a role for us, sure. Okay, I figured he did, I mean, he's had a good season, he really has. Yep. He really has. You know, people wondered about what his role would be this year. With all the injuries, he's really had a pretty good season. Yep. Yeah, he's done a great job. All right. Thanks very much. You know, it's a, it'll be an interesting couple of weeks. More, I guess, about getting everybody healthy and seeing where everybody is status-wise as, as much as anything else, you know? Yep, absolutely. Looking forward to that. Thanks very much, Aaron. All right, Mike. Take care. All right, Aaron Boone, the Aaron Boone Report, again brought to you by Jersey Mike's, by Mercedes-Benz, by Casamigos Tequila, back after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.